At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the D.C. CityCast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by BetRivers. DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers. I'm your host, Frank Handran. Hope you're doing well on this Thursday. As uh, I guess we're getting set for another round of snow. <laughs> ah, that's fantastic. Uh, coming up, we're going to get into uh, Washington football and the New York Giants. The season's going to come to a close for both those teams. We'll preview. And I'll give you out my leans. You may want to fade me because right now your man is chilly and uh, is frigid air. Cold as ice, cold as this weather is right now, cold as the snow that is allegedly coming tomorrow after being documented nine and four. I've taken five L's in a row. Five. 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 But it's okay because we we move on. So we're nine and nine documented. <laughs> so we'll, ch- we'll chat about Washington football and the Giants. And I need to get into the Wizards momentarily. And I want to get... Uh, your thoughts on how you're prepared for this second round of snow. And I don't know about you, but uh, I'm, I'm annoyed because I got three kids and they basically spent the first half of this week pretty much at home. And now we got another round and there is, it is a actual lock, 100% lock. Now, I don't give out locks, but it's a lock that there will be no school tomorrow because there's going to be one to three inches of snow. And uh, I went to school in upstate New York for college, four years, man. And there was absolutely zero delays, zero zero postponements, no cancellations. It was like, you got to be there. You got to get there. Around these parts here in D.C., it's it's just overkill. And uh, working in the media, I want to be like, can we do some stories about having to suck it up and getting to where you got to (laughs) go? Because three days after a storm, schools are still closed. To me, that doesn't make any sense. But what do I know? It's a different time, though. We got COVID. I understand that. But uh, if this was normal and they were closing schools three days after the fact of snow, I would be up in arms. I'd be up in arms. But I'm not because I know there's other, other factors that are involved in closing schools. 
But I am planning. It is an absolute lock. Tomorrow there will be no school because there's going to be one to three inches of snow. Or maybe two to four. Who knows? So anyways, I want to get into the Wizards first off the top. An absolutely embarrassing loss last night to the Houston Rockets. At Bed River Sportsbook, it was uh, minus seven and a half. And it wasn't even close, obviously, because the Rockets win at the horn. Kevin Porter Jr. hits a three-pointer to win it at the buzzer, 114-111. And the fact that the Wizards were in that spot where they had to claw back and tie it up and they get one more stop to force overtime is is downright shameful. And uh, we are just way too soft and too lenient on this franchise. Um. They get off to a terrible start against a Rockets team that is was 3-18 and 18 or something on the road coming into this game. I don't think that's right because there's yeah, maybe that is right. I got to check and see what it is. But it was terrible. And and they let the Rockets stick around. Um, and again, I, I just don't, you know, as as a critic, and as somebody who's been here for so long, I, I I don't understand the acceptance of a loss like this. And it's sort of like accepted. It's like, oh, okay, one of those blips in the road. No, stop it. Like, if you want to be considered a legitimate team in the East, you cannot lose to, yeah, the Rockets were 3-18 and before last night's game, away. They were 10-28 and overall. And they went into D.C. and beat the Wizards. That's just, it's inexcusable. But it's almost as though it's expected. Like, okay, yeah, because this team still doesn't get it. They don't get it. And they get all all so sensitive when people are hard on them and critical of them. It's because of games like this. Where you pretty much you know yeah okay you had a couple guys out from COVID but I can't name one Houston Rocket off the top of my dome I mean I could but you know name their starting five is that you you would lose that every day seven days out of Sunday or whatever that expression is no John Wall he's not playing they're still paying him 47 million not to play they got Eric Gordon still around he's like the only guy I know I mean Jalen Green's this rookie sensation but out of that, their lineup is just almost G League-esque. And you let them beat you at your place. And they were up the whole game. Like it wasn't even, oh, they made this hellacious comeback at the end. And they led 9-zip or something out of the gate. When you come into a contest like this, you're at home. And you face a squad like Houston. You say, we we are going to put our pedal down right away and give them no hope and no shot and no chance and no belief that they are going to get out of here with a victory. And they started off like that. Does that fall on the coaching staff? Does that fall on the leadership? It falls on everybody. You got 10 assistant coaches on your squad, and you literally should be going around to every player before the stretches or while they're stretching or doing their 45-minute pregame with their iPods or whatever they're called on and take it off for a second and say, hey, listen, let's focus on we can't lose this game. No excuses. We just cannot lose this game to the Rockets. 
And look what happened. And this is why I can't coach. It's because I don't understand how you cannot have this mentality when you you go up against a squad like the Rockets that you just say, we can't lose this game. Rather than saying, oh, we just got to show up and win. No, no, no. It's we're going to show up and show no mercy. And why is that lacking? I don't understand. And it's been lacking for years, these kind of games. We're on paper makes no sense that you should lose. They were only minus seven and a half at Bet River Sportsbook. Only minus seven and a half. I thought it would be somewhere in the nine to ten range. But here nor there, they played it out 114, 111. Kevin Porter Jr. hits a three on a switch out after uh, a, a um, uh, Denny Avdia gets switched down on Porter Jr., who'd only had six points up to that point. It wasn't like he was scorched in the nets. It's a tough shot, and they get the victory. But the fact that you're in that spot in the first place is, is is inexcusable. And, you know, you have the, oh, it's an 82-game season, oh, blah, blah, blah. I just cannot stand the excuses. And in this town, it's just because they are sort of irrelevant, the hammer and the criticism doesn't come, come down too often. And I think they deserve a lot more criticism, <laughs> obviously. Millions of dollars paid. You had your top player making, what, $34 million in Bradley Beal, who was okay again, 27 points, five assists. But he's got he's to get his, his squad ready from the jump. Caldwell Pope at 26-6. and six. Kuzma at 24-9, but he shot 9-20. Avdia was just 2-12. of 12. I just can't believe they lost this game. And it's not about covering the spread of 7.5. It's just absolutely... Not beating a squad that is terrible. Like, how is this How is this possible? And I know Wes Unsell Jr. has got to be diplomatic or whatever afterwards in terms of the press conference. But, you know, at some point he's got to challenge his guys a little more and say, we can't lose games like this. We just can't. We're at home against a squad who was 3-18 and away from home coming in, and we were never in this one. Yeah, we fought back at the end. But we shouldn't be in that spot. We should be ahead at the jump and hold off the Rockets, right? And that wasn't the case. And I, I do need to get into the bench play. Davis Bertans, who they pay $17 million to shoot threes. Another bagel. Another bagel. At what point do you just say, we can't play this guy? He had, uh, he had a good game, I think, three or four games ago against the Miami Heat, and then he gets hurt. He's unreliable. He's a roller coaster. He's hot and cold. Uh, he's got he's just got to be benched. You just can't have him play. I mean, he played nine minutes for zero points. He's a one-trick pony, and he can't play defense. And he's just killing your squad. And against a team like the Rockets, he should blow up. It's not like the Rockets are this defensive stalwarts. Our defensive stalwarts. (laughs) Zero points. Again, I think it's like the seventh or eighth game of a guy that you're paying uh, $17 million a year, and he's got zero points. Explain that one to me. Take that for data. Let me look at the... Let's look at Davis Bertanz's game logs, and I'm going to show you how many bagels this guy has. Okay. Zero points against Houston. 
Zero points against Utah on December 18th. Zero points against the Pacers on December 6th. Zero points at San Antonio on 11-29. He's playing minutes, too. It's not like he's two minutes, three minutes. He's playing minutes. Zero points on 11-27. So he went back-to-back games with zero points in 26 minutes. Zero points, 10-25 in a loss against Brooklyn. I mean, this is inexcusable. So why are you even playing the guy? And this is where this team needs to reestablish itself and 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 try to figure out what exactly their 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 end goal is. Because when you lose to a team like the Houston Rockets, you got to go back to your reset and go, oh my God, guys, a we're not as good as we are. We talk a big game in the media. We talk about how we got to bring this thing together and get things going. That's what Bradley Beal said a couple games ago after they won. Of course, it's always after you win. Everything's starting to look good and feel good, and this is exactly what we want to do. Uh, that can't be the, the case anymore. It's almost like a reset. They're a 500 team. They are 38 games in. We're almost halfway through the season. And they're at the Chicago Bulls uh, tomorrow. And this is a team they just lost to at home on a buzzer beater. So you're halfway through the season. You're 19 and 19. And I think Coach West Unsell Jr. has got to figure out what he is trying to accomplish and what he wants to do in terms of his rotation moving forward. Again, I understand COVID 19's there. But at what point do you say, you know what, maybe we should just try the rookie, which they did. Corey Kispert played 32 minutes last night. And, and you just got to start sending messages to guys. If they're not producing, you got to sit. And it starts with Thomas Bertans. My God, man. Another zero-point performance. As you can tell, a little annoyed by the fact they lost to the Houston Rockets. It didn't have any number, didn't have anything on it. It's just as a fan, as a critic, again, it's just one of those games where you say to yourself, you just can't lose this. And there really is no real out, uproar about it. It's just that's how it is, and that's unfortunate because I want there to be more of an uproar over losses like this because it shows the team like, hey, yo, we know what's going on. We're, we're not idiots. We're not morons. And you got to earn your money with wins. I do also want to talk about this. And this hits close to home because I've done play-by-play in the, in the past. I used to do the Washington Mystics and the WNBA. I used to do some NBA pregame stuff for the Washington Wizards. And uh, unfortunate situation last night on the broadcast where the color analyst, Glenn Consor, made a mention about Kevin Porter Jr. hitting the three at the horn. And he said, uh, just like his father, he pulls the trigger at the right time. I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's pretty much what he said. Now, I'm not sure if Glenn understood the uh, sensitivity of the uh, of the uh, comment because, and I did not know this, that Kevin Porter Jr.'s father uh, was sent to jail for allegedly accidentally shooting a teenager years ago. And then apparently uh, Kevin Porter's father himself was actually uh, later killed. I'm thinking that Glenn probably thought it was the former NBA player Kevin Porter, but he played like in the 70s and early 80s. So if he had a kid, <laughs> he'd be like 40. 
so it was just a bad, uh, bad all around situation. And uh, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen to him in terms of suspension, or maybe they just don't even say anything. And when LeBron James, arguably the, the greatest player in the NBA in the last 25 years, tweets about it and says there's no room for this in our game because somebody screenshotted it and put it on Twitter and, you know, the rest of the story. Um, it's getting a lot of run. Now, as we tape this on a Thursday morning, I'm curious to see what NBC Sports Washington will do with Glenn Consor. Perhaps a, a, a light suspension. And he also does radio, too. Uh, perhaps nothing is done. I don't know. Uh, but if I was Glenn, I would just get out in front of it and say, hey, look, I, I had no idea what that connection was. I was I was thinking that Kevin Porter Jr. was the son of Kevin Porter, a former player, because that's probably what the case is. Now, if he knew the backstory and he said that, uh, yeah, then we're thinking about a whole different ball of wax when it comes to his future. Uh, but knowing Glenn, I, I don't think that that was his intention. So this is going to be an interesting couple of uh, days Although they got a game tomorrow, so we'll see what happens with that. And a lot of times I don't like to draw attention to announcers and what people are saying behind the mic. But in this case, it's getting a lot of run on social media. And uh, I'm sure he obviously he want, he would love to take that back. He would love to take that back. Um, I think, you know, many years ago I said something on a broadcast and some player had an issue with it and you know, told the PR folks that they weren't happy. Uh, but when you get blown up on social media nowadays, I think Glenn should just get out in front of it, issue an apology, and move on. Say, hey, I I didn't mean that at all. That was my mistake. 100% thought he was a kid or something, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but from all of the uh, talk about the game, overshadowed by the talk of an NBA announcer. So I th- found that out to be uh, very interesting because I saw those tweets this morning. I was like, oh, God, oh, no, this this may not end out well. Uh, but, yeah, again, we'll, we shall see what happens, if anything, uh, moving forward. But, again, I would, if I was the announcer who said that, I would get out in front of it right now, put out a video, put out a tweet, put out anything on social media and say, hey, look, this this is my bad, my mistake. And I think we'd accept that and move on. And we will move on here on the D.C. CityCast presented by Bed Rivers. Coming up, we're going to break down Washington and the New York football giants. I hear a discussion about tanking and trying to get a draft position. <laughs> we'll dive into that. And we'll take a look at what we should play tonight. D.C. CityCast rolling on. I'm Frank Hanrahan from VEASAN. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Illinois, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers continues. And Frank Ann ran from VEASAN as we are counting down Washington football hosts, uh, visiting rather, the uh, New York football giants come Sunday. Uh, checking out the Bed Rivers uh, sports book at this hour. 
It is still Washington football favored by six and a hook at uh, at the Giants on Sunday. And the total is awfully, awfully low. It is 38. And let me correct that. It is now Washington football minus seven. So back up to minus seven. It was six and a hook last night. And at BedRivers.com, uh, it is Washington minus 305, Giants plus 260. As both teams playing for pride and perhaps playing for a draft position. <laughs> but... Coach Judge uh, for the Giants, uh, adding a little fuel to the fire in the last couple of weeks, saying uh, some things about Washington and how they're fighting on the sidelines and were not that kind of franchise. But then he backpedaled a couple of days later, saying, oh, I wasn't really saying that they were a bad franchise. I was just using that as an example, blah, blah, blah. But the uh, shots were fired. Coach Ron Rivera saying, interesting yet again. But remember, he said that uh, Coach Mike McCarthy of Dallas predicted a victory, which they did win at D.C., same deal for uh, for Ron Rivera then. He said, oh, that's interesting, um, and they lost. So it wouldn't take much about the, uh, the coach speak, but interesting bulletin board material, certainly for Washington, taking on the uh, Giants, who I, I don't, you know, is it going to be uh, Jake Fromm starting at quarterback for the Giants, right? Um and they are just so inept right now offensively that it is almost a major league gamble to take them plus the seven on Sunday. And we've talked about this when it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you got to run to it. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Uh, Jake Fromm, who is um, made his debut just a couple weeks ago. Uh, only threw for 25 yards on 6 of 17 passing. Uh, and then he was replaced by Mike Glennon. Glennon then played uh, the entire game, but then he, he suffered a wrist injury. And so he's out. So Fromm will get another chance at quarterback against Washington on Sunday. Taylor Heineke is the quarterback uh, certainly for Washington. And he's still in that uh, prove-it mode. Although I pretty much think that the uh, jury is out and has deliberated and said he's a backup quarterback moving forward. And that's why Washington in the offseason is going to have to make a major play to get either a quarterback through the draft or through free agency because they got this new nickname, new logo, new uniform coming out, and they need a splash. And I don't think you're going to make a splash with Taylor Heineke. As your starting quarterback, you need somebody else to trot out in 22 as your signal caller. But that is next year. Let's focus on this weekend. Uh, the Giants, after Daniel Jones went down at quarterback in those five games since, the Giants scored more than 10 points just once and totaled just four touchdowns. And three of those touchdowns came after facing deficits of at least 30 points. So you got Jake Fromm starting a quarterback for the Giants. We know a little bit about what to expect from Heineke. Washington's defense wasn't so bad in that loss to Philadelphia. Held the Eagles to 20 points. Washington just 16 points in the first half and didn't score after that. So I think on uh, a Thursday morning, when I look at Bet Rivers Sportsbook 
and I see that number is Washington minus seven, I think you got to take Washington minus seven. As crazy as that may sound that I'm going against the grain of, wow, this doesn't make any sense. Well, actually, it does make sense since it's seven. Like if it was 10 or no, if it was lower than that, if it was like five or six or four, four, five or six, then I might I might lean Giants. But I think this is about right. So strike that from the record. There, There is there is no this doesn't make any sense because it does. Just stating what the Giants have accomplished since Daniel Jones, who was was not that good anyway, uh, went down and he got Glennon and Fromm now as your quarterbacks. So I think the number is probably about right that Washington is favored by seven against the uh, Giants on Sunday. Now, here, here's the other asterisk in this, because the coach of the Giants has insisted that his team has not quit on him, that his team is in his corner, that former players still call him and say, hey, I wish I was still on your squad because the organization, the franchise was so good. Is he just full of uh, baloney? And usually when a coach comes out and says stuff like that, yeah, he probably is. (laughs) He probably is. And he's trying to save face, trying to save his job. And if you look at the Giants record, they are 4-12. They've lost five in a row. Washington, on the other hand, has lost four in a row. So you got, got pretty impressive streaks going on right now between these two teams. Coach Ron Rivera, after that pathetic loss to Dallas, his team looked actually respectable in the loss to Philadelphia. So it goes back down to what coach do you trust in this spot? This judge guy is basically on his knees, begging, pleading for another chance next year. And and there has been word or reports that he is going to be safe for next season, but we've heard that before. Then you got Coach Ron Rivera. We know he's going to be here at least next year. He's got to be here at least next year. Uh, I think the advantage goes here to Coach Ron. Even though they've lost four straight, even though they're not putting up any points, the Giants are just that bad. So we're not going to overthink this one. We're not going to dive into the numbers too much. I've already thrown out to you the losing streaks, the quarterback spot, and how pathetic the Giants are. Not saying Taylor Heineke is much better, but I think you and I know both know that you would take Heineke over Jake Fromm any day. So on this Thursday, as we start getting set for the weekend, the lean right now is the Washington football team minus the seven at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, and we're going to stay away from that total because that's just that's just whew, that's just way too low for me. I can't touch it because a fluke play here or there, and you're busto. And you're busto. So, again, on this day, we are taking on Thursday, and we'll have our official release tomorrow. But my lean right now is Washington minus seven at the New York Giants as both teams close out their very disappointing seasons. When we return, I'm going to give you out my uh, pick of the night. We got to get back on a, a little bit of a, a heater here because we've we've hit a little rough patch, but that's okay. That's all right. We're going to bounce back tonight. I'll give that to you next. This is the DC City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm Frank Hanran from Veasan. 
Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Bet on same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Illinois, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. DC CityCast rolls on. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan. It's presented by Bet River Sportsbook, this great podcast. Hey, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It's, uh, it's the uh, moment of truth. We are 9-9, nine and nine, documented since this show started. I was up 9-4, and four, and then we've hit a bit of a patch. I'll be honest. It's been a bit of a, uh, a bender the other way. <laughs> But we're going to get back on the winning track tonight. No guarantees, but it's all for fun, entertainment. Uh, I'm looking at the Bet Rivers um, Sportsbook right now, BetRivers.com. Download that app right now. It's fantastic. My eyes are on Golden State at the New Orleans Pelicans. Golden State got blown out last night uh, by Dallas. It was Dirk Nowitzki's. Uh, Swan Song is going away, uh, or no, his retirement. They retired his jersey, Dirk Nowitzki. Retired the jersey, and Golden State only scored like 82 points. And tonight, this game is at New Orleans, so a back-to-back for the Warriors. They're at the Pelicans. Pelicans, is uh, they're, they're not good. They out, got off to a terrible start. And Golden State is just minus 2.5 at New Orleans. Minus 2.5. Now, my initial thinking is... Boy, why is this number so low? Why are the Pelicans getting two and a half at home against a team that has 29 wins, eight losses, playing some of the best basketball in the league? Yeah, they just came off a uh, big uh, blowout loss at Dallas. Why is this number so low? And in the past, I would have gone with the Pelicans. Yes, brave soul right here at plus two and a half. But I think I've learned my lesson because a couple nights ago, I gave you out the Hornets plus one and a half at the Wizards. Like, why is that so low? You got to take the Hornets. L. So I'm going to go the other way. I'll take Golden State, minus two and a half at the Pelicans. Golden State's got, they got some weapons, obviously, and they're still getting some back soon. Pelicans, young, inexperienced team. I can't trust them. I will take the Warriors, minus two and a half at the Pelicans. And I look, I mean, the money line is minus 139. And uh, I'll just, I'll take the number. I'll go Golden State, minus two and a half. Tonight at the New Orleans Pelicans. All right. You can either ride with me. You can fade me. You can do whatever you want. Uh, but that is my that's my release right now. Again, we're documented nine and nine. That's, you know, on the losing side of things right now. But I think Golden State gets us in the right spot later on tonight. Tough to bet against Steph Curry and company. Steve Kerr and Draymond Green, all those guys. And I guess they're getting Clay Thompson back pretty soon, too. Um, and they're playing... Like I said, some of the best basketball, albeit they were not great against Dallas. And it's probably because of the short turnaround and uh, the back-to-back. And they're a little bit older in the tooth, a little bit longer in the tooth. That's why the number is so low. But I can't trust the Pelicans. And the Pelicans just got, uh, I think they just got blown out by the Suns a couple nights ago. So good teams, 
versus you know mediocre squads. My lean is the Golden State Warriors. And you look at last night when you had, yeah, the Wizards are, I would say, weak to mediocre versus a very weak Houston team losing. Still stings, doesn't it? Still stings. Uh, and, and back to the Wizards, they get the Bulls um, tomorrow night. And we'll talk about that game when we release the DC City Cast on a Friday. And we'll also get a little bit deeper into the Washington Giants matchup. We'll give out my official release for the weekend. And, uh, and we also still have some time for the national title game, which is going to be always exciting and always fun to put a little bit of uh, coin down just to make that night a little more exciting. So we'll discuss that as we get closer to the national title game as well on uh, Monday. Oh, and I do want to update uh, what we talked about earlier with the Wizards TV broadcaster uh, and the unfortunate comment about Kevin Porter Jr. In fact, um, as we were recording this, uh, Glenn Consor has actually come out and uh, tweeted an apology about the uh, uh, call. He wanted to clarify. He said, please allow me to take this opportunity to sincerely apologize to Kevin Porter Jr., his family, and the Rockets organization for the comments I made during last night's game. I mistakenly thought that Kevin was the son of former Washington player Kevin Porter and was unaware that the words I chose to describe his game-winning shot would be in any way harmful, hurtful, or insensitive. I've reached out to Kevin to personally apologize and hope to be able to talk with him soon. And that is good on him because I think that's probably... Uh, the case. Although, if you do the math, uh, Kevin Porter, who played a long time ago, his son would be would be a lot older, and that's where you fall into the oh man, I got to do a little bit more uh, preparation if uh, you know I'm getting ready for a TV broadcast. So clearly, he's going to learn from that and move on. I'm curious to see again if NBC Sports Washington does anything, if at all, because if that is the case, then probably. Nothing. And we all make mistakes. We all say some dumb stuff and uh, hope we can all uh, move on and say, you know what? Apology accepted. And I hope you, you know, accept my apologies for not giving you out winners all the time. I mean, I'm nine and nine for crying out loud, but we'll get to 10 and nine with Golden State tonight. Minus a two and a half at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Hey, listen, it's been fun. We're going to talk tomorrow. We got a big show planned. I want you to check back with me uh, tomorrow on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Frank Hanrahan from Beeson. I'll talk to you soon and uh, stay safe out there. We'll see you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.